0: Today, I'll be introducing you to a fearless, funny, and authentic daughter of change, Mirtha Jasmine, also known as MJ. MJ is a stand-up comedian and the host and creator of the popular Dear Sis podcast and Facebook community. With a goal of elevating women so they can be the best version of themselves, MJ is a fierce believer that women should build each other up. An advocate for living life with no regrets. MJ is a go-getter who puts herself out there and follows her passions. Be prepared for a lively and entertaining discussion. This lady knows who she is and is a catalyst for inspiration. Welcome to the Daughters of Change podcast. My name is Marie Sola, and I'm a firm believer that women and girls play a major role in creating change for our future. This podcast tells the stories of the women and girls who are creating that change, each in their own unique way. Every day is an opportunity to blaze new trails and set positive change in motion. The possibilities are endless. Let's get started. Mirtha Jasmine. I am so excited about this podcast. We are gonna have some fun, are we not? Yes, ma'am. Yes, we are. And I'm I'm gonna call you MJ from here on in on the podcast if you're okay with that. That's perfect. All right, so MJ, Aka, Mirtha Jasmine. Welcome to the Daughters of Change podcast. I'm so excited that we're doing this.
1: Yes, yes. Finally. A long yeah. time coming.
0: Yeah, but you know what? I'm a big believer that when you finally do it, that's when the time is right. Correct. So this is the right time, MJ. And yes. and MJ, we have so many cool things to talk about because you're doing some fun stuff. But what's something that people would be surprised to know about you?
1: Oh, wow. They will be surprised to know that I stepped into stand-up comedy.
0: Oh, I love that. And we're going to talk a little bit about that later in the podcast, if you don't mind.
1: Yes, they will yeah. be surprised to know that I am taller than they think I am.
0: <laughs> How tall are you?
1: I'm five ten. Oh wow. So you're up there. Yes, I'm five ten. And they will also be surprised to know that my kids look exactly like me.
0: Oh there you go. Well that's not surprising though, right? I mean it's a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean my kids don't look anything like me. If I didn't if I hadn't given birth to them, I'd kind of wonder if they were mine. <laughs> yes, a
1: little bit, a little bit. And what else? And what one more thing. I am approachable. Yeah. I'm very yeah. approachable because a lot of times and oftentimes I get that I'm not so approachable or I'm standoffish,
0: which is totally not true. I bet it's because you're confident. You're confident and you're tall. And yeah. and I think that that can be intimidating, especially to men. Uh, yeah. And I think they're surprised when you're then end up being so approachable, right? Yes, correct.
1: And yeah. I'm shy.
0: a shyly approachable
1: yes I'm shy but people be like you're not shy I'm like yes I am because shyness comes from rejection
0: which we Ah, all hate right right true but you're putting yourself out there you've got your podcast you know you've got stuff going on with your Facebook community and you're doing the stand-up comedy so I mean like that's putting yourself out there stand-up comedy particularly right totally yeah yeah I mean you get the hecklers and stuff do you get hecklers
1: no, not yet. Yeah, not yet. I never knew it's it's a whole new world for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's. And cool, I believe
1: though. that it's a secret society. towards a agree? I do believe it's a secret society because you have to know you have to know who you know who to know to, who to know if that makes sense.
0: It does make sense. You got to kind of work your way into it. It's probably a mm-hmm. much smaller community than people would think. Totally. Right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I would think also geographically, right?
1: Absolutely. Without a doubt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's I just think that's amazing that you're you're getting up there and doing the stand up. And it's not surprising to me because I actually met you because your Facebook posts are so damn funny. And I reached out to you and I'm like, OK, I don't know. I don't usually reach out to people online that way. But I was like, oh, my God, you are so funny. We have to do a podcast. Thank yeah. Thank
1: you. Yes. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So if you're not following Dare Sis on Facebook, you ought to be. And we're going to make sure there's links at the end of the show. We're going to make sure there's links to like your Facebook page, to your podcast, to all of that. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so you told us a a couple of things about what people would be surprised to know about you, but what are the most important things you want people to know about who you are as a person?
1: Who I am as a person. I would say that I'm authentic. Uh, I'm a hugger. I love hugs, (laughs) I'm authentic. I'm a hugger. I love to curse. (laughs) And I also, I will just also tell you like it is, but I'm also a ray of sunshine if you allow me in. And people, again, they like to stay at bay or not get too comfortable. And sometimes I believe that I'm the voice of reason in many occasions. Not all, but a lot of.
0: And I bet you found a lot of people seeing that about you in your Facebook community, because we're going to talk about that too. But that, that was kind of a surprising, you got a lot of surprising reaction to that, right? In a really great way. Yeah. And it's probably for all of those reasons that you just said.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. A hundred percent. But it took me a long time to get here. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I had to get out of my own way.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, It takes a while to grow into your skin, doesn't it? Like, especially as a woman, I I feel like, you know, it wasn't before I hit like 30 that I really started feeling comfortable. And then at 40, man, there was no stopping me. So in 2017, I just kind of alluded to your Facebook community. But in 2017, you created a community on Facebook. And what was initially, what was the goal of the community? And why did you feel it was so important? The goal of the community
1: was... A lot of women weren't being boisterous. It was almost as if they were hiding something on the inside and it was like in a cage or suffocating and was ready to let loose. Hmm. And I decided to put out there what what you're thinking I'm going to say. And a lot of times people don't have the balls to say it due to work, yes. due to friends, due to family Or, again, work, the corporate industry, or just where they are in their lives. And it's almost as if, if I say that, I'm going to lose everything. No, you may gain more.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You'll gain more. You gain more. And I believe that, again, I was just the voice of reason at the same time, as well as the person you could, like, tap on my shoulder and be like, can you say this for me? Because if I say it, I don't want to sound crazy. I don't want to stutter. It just... A whole bunch of crap that comes with that.
0: Yeah. 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 So you were you were really providing a platform for people to to use their voices and, and Absolutely. And leading the way, right? Saying, Okay, let me show you how this is done.
1: Yes, absolutely. Regardless of what background you came from, if it was domestics, which I really didn't get into much of domestic violence, but just defending yourself, man.
0: Yeah. 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 And a lot of women are afraid to use their voices for so many reasons because yes. I mean it just like that in itself is a whole probably series of podcasts, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No kidding, right? Yes. And and so I love that you did that. And what was like, did you have a main message within that? I mean, you talked somewhat about you know, using your voice and being authentic, but did you have a main message within all that or
1: No, just like basically just stand up for you. Just know that you matter. I yeah. always say that you matter first. Remember why you started. Love is love. Like I can go on and on. I have a plethora of things that I can say. But I just wanted to definitely point out to the to the triggers that people are afraid to use. Like don't let nobody talk to you that way or mm-hmm. or stand up for yourself or or you know better than that. Or well, why did that happen? How did it happen? Why did you let it allow so, go so long? Not allow but a go so long and that he or she is, isn't right yeah, to mistreat yeah. you just because you, you know, you voice
0: your opinion. Mm-hmm. And you had kind of a surprising response. What what was that? What was the response? Or I should say, what was this response like? The
1: response? Some people said I had a big mouth. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I think I know everything. And then I had some positive ones. I'm glad you said it before I did. Someone needed to say it. Say it louder for the people in the background. You make so much sense. I don't know where you get the balls from, but I wish I had your confidence and courage to move forward on a lot of things that I want to say today in life.
0: And you had a lot of people reach out to you personally, right? Yes. Like DMs and stuff like that.
1: Totally DMs. I still get a lot of DMs today. Uh, I decided to do, back in 2017, I did a conference call where women will call in and we'll have conversations and everything will just be so dope. Yeah. And it was just going on and on and on. And that's when I wanted to start a platform and I called it the Dear Sis Podcast.
0: And so there was an interesting way that that happened, right? So we're fast forwarding now a couple of years, 2019, right? You're bartending and one of your customers makes a suggestion and a connection for you. So how did that all go down?
1: So I'm in this I'm in the and I still work there today. Shout out to McGwin's place in Lawrence Township New Jersey. I was there one day and James peoples said to me, a dear friend of mine. he said, hey, MJ, you ever thought about starting your own podcast. Maria, when I tell you I literally jumped in his lap, it was <laughs> like just a reaction as if well you know when you go to the doctors and they hit your funny bone, and it, mm-hmm. like, the reaction, that kicks or something goes crazy in your body. That's how I was. And I was like, yes, fuck yes, absolutely. And then he connected me to Frank Sasso at New Pod City Podcast Network and here in Trenton, New Jersey. And I've been going ever since.
0: That's why. But I love that somebody kind of brought that up to you. Yes. And... You know, and that you but you went with it. Like you didn't go, eh, you know, let me think about it or whatever. You just were like, oh hell yeah, and you went for it, right? And so the Dear Sis podcast was born. And we are going to make sure that there are links to that. Um, so in the show notes, folks, just check it out, making it easy for you, you can link to it and you can hear MJ Ms. Mirtha mm-hmm. Jasmine yeah. doing her thing, right? And What's the objective of the Dear Sis podcast?
1: Hmm. Oh, God, that's a combination of questions or answer. That's all right. Give them all to us. The objective is, first of all, Dear Sis is an invitation for conversation, right? So I'm almost as if I'm a vampire. You know, vampires are only allowed in once they're invited. So I invite you in into my space and I allow you to be your natural self, but at the same time, it gives me free will to tell you about yourself, add my two cents to your conversation, and also <laughs> give you a conclusion. So the objective to this whole goddamn thing is, is to be yourself. Right. And I'm going to tell you where you messed up at.
0: And you're keeping it real. I love that. Like you said, you're very authentic. I'm totally
1: a hundred. I'm totally keeping it a hundred because I learned that if I'm not keeping it real with myself, I'm fooling everyone. Right. right. And I don't want to do that. So yeah, that's the that's it. That's that's basically it in yeah. a nutshell. So,
0: but you're leading <laughs> by example, you know, you're leading by example. You're yes. you know, you're kind of this beacon of light for other people that yes. may be timid or intimidated to do that themselves and then they listen to you and they're like, Well, you know. She reminds me of me. If she could do that, I could do that, you know? So it's that, like you said, it's an invitation. It's an invitation to keep it real with yourself.
1: Yes, totally.
0: I love that. I I really like that. And do you have like a favorite story from doing the podcast or a couple of favorite stories? Something Uh, that like really jumps out? I have a few, quite a few favorite stories. Oh,
1: I just did one recently. As a matter of fact, it should be up this week. Uh, I got catfished. Well, almost got catfished on an online date. Mm. I talk about my kids a lot. I have so many, but I believe my favorite one, all-time favorite, probably would be Generational Curses. And I think that's my first show.
0: Oh, t- oh okay. I got to hear about that. Like, you can't just, like, drop that and not tell me a little more info on that.
1: It's like somebody needs to cut the head off. And people are afraid to cut the head off because that's such a comfortable place as women, as men. Like, if you never got married, it was just a generational curse that you never got married, had all these children by one guy, but never decided to get married. Or you or a hoarder. It could be anything. Like, we need to break the curses and the lies and the, the deception and the deceit because it's not working out for us. So I talked about that a lot in the beginning because my mother, my mother have several sisters, right? And they still hold on to every last breath. My grandfather used to say to them, mind you, he was one of the biggest whores in New York City. (laughs) And these women would flock to him as if it was nothing. But my mother and her sisters never forgave the other women Nor did they forgive the brothers and sisters. Oh wow! Till today.
0: Wow, and they're still holding on to it. They are still holding.
1: It is time that somebody cut the head
0: off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wow.
1: And I said, Maria, I said, when my mother dies, I'm going to write a memoir. Yeah. Cause it would kill her if I do it now.
0: Yeah, gotta wait. Yeah, but I, but. (laughs) I hear you on that stuff. I come from a big old Italian family and man, they can hold a grudge. Let me tell Ooh. you. Ha. I know exactly what you're you talking about.
1: Wh- and then Maria, you wonder why shit isn't working out for you and your children.
0: Yeah. Good point. It pa- it gets passed down. It's terrible. Yeah. That's a, I love the observation. Like, I love that you brought that out into the light and talked about it because if I were a betting girl, like most people can relate oh. to that within their families, It's crazy. And we have
1: to cut the head off because we're sinking in quicksand. Yeah. Yeah. We wonder why things don't work out or or if it does, why isn't it long lasting or what happened? What did I do wrong? You did nothing wrong. Your mother and father, your aunts and uncles, they forgot to chop the head off of someone that has like this almost like a lingering smell that you can't get rid of. Or poison. As if if it was cancer. Mm Mm-hmm. And it kills at everybody slowly.
0: Yeah. Good point. Good point. Are you listening out there? Chop the head off that beast. Chop the head right off. And wait, did you say you got catfished? Did I hear that? Like, did I hear that? I almost got catfished. Almost. All right. So I got to hear this one, MJ. If you're okay talking about it. I'm absolutely, girl, am I? (laughs) Ha! So, i got to hear about this.
1: It's, I'm going to make it. It's a long story short, but I'm going to chop it down. <laughs> so, uh, Facebook dating app. Doing my thing because, you know, social media, that's what you do. So it was a nice looking gentleman on there. We were having conversations going back and forth. I said something to him Christmas Eve. He didn't reply back until Christmas Day or the 26th. He was from Buffalo, New York and... He was a retired uh, military, has his own real estate business, lives in Buffalo. No problem. Handsome guy, my height, everything. I was like, okay, retired. But what caught my attention was it said he was 48, and then he put, correction, 58. I was like, are you 48 or 58? I was like, okay. I'm like, how old are you really? He was like, I'm 58. I'm not 48. I said, cool. Hmm. So we began talking and talking and things just went on and on and on. And it really got heated because we talked for two weeks. Okay. Mind you, the first two days I was like, listen, let's FaceTime. He was like, no, I don't like the FaceTime. That's not really my thing. So I get it. I was like, okay, everybody's not really into FaceTime, but I wanted to see his face. But we did have a conversation. The catfishers usually don't talk to you
0: ah. over the phone. So you talked to this person over the phone. Yes. Got it. Yes, okay. Man.
1: Talked to him over the phone. Beautiful accent. I was like, where are you from? He was, I knew he was from Jamaica. He was like, I'm from Jamaica. And just talking. He talked about his family. He talked about a daughter, allegedly. Like this whole fake person. So this guy started sending me nude pictures of him. Oh. Um, I sent him a picture of my ass. Ha ha ha! Ah! Yes, I sent him pictures of my ass. I sent him pictures of me daily. We were going back and forth sharing the daily pictures, right? Right. And he also sent me a picture of a workout video because he loved the gym and he liked to do his thing. And he was with his brother. And I had to put two and two together. I was like, okay, this does match the brother that's in the picture on Facebook. So this might be the real deal. So one day I was in my kitchen Mind you, wait, let me not speed up too fast. So, so we're talking, Maria, like late night talking, falling asleep on the phone, talking like high school kids, really trying to connect to get to know each other. The new year rolled around. I was like, hey, let's meet up. He was like, yes, we definitely got to meet up. I love your energy. I love your conversation. You're super dope, everything. You're funny. And you know, I'm. You know, it's time that I do my damn thing and I want to date more and that I want to see you more, not date more, but I want to get to know you better. I don't mind driving up to Jersey to see you. And it was like a five hour ride. And I was like, sure, whatever. Let's meet. So I said, listen, before we meet, um, FaceTime me this time. Didn't FaceTime me. So I was in my kitchen here in my Princeton apartment. Condo, I should say. I should say apartment. But it's a low-budget condo. (laughs) Um, In my kitchen. And something just dawned on me. I was like, you know what? His name was Kenny. That's the fake name he gave me. I said, you know what? Something seems fishy. And it's almost as if he paused when I said fishy.
0: Ooh.
1: Yes. He paused a little bit. And I said, listen, you didn't FaceTime me. So that's a problem for me. And then all of a sudden, he was like, Well, have a good one, Nadine. It was nice talking to you because that's my nickname, Nadine. It was nice talking to you. I was like, wow, that was quick. And then from that very moment, I knew he was catfishing
0: me. Oh, wow.
1: So here's the thing. So later on that day, he was still trying to connect. I wasn't saying anything. I was like, no, I'm good. I don't want to talk to you no more. And then I was trying to blow smoke up his ass. I was like, you know what? (laughs) You're not fake. I know you're real. Let's continue to talk just to see where it goes. Then he threatened me. He said, if you don't um, send me $500, <gasps> I'm going to send a picture the pictures you sent me of you. I said, what? So I panicked. I called my kids. I said, listen, I sent this guy some pictures of me, and I know I shouldn't have been. And my son was like, mom, I really don't give a fuck. he said but you're too old he He was like and I understand it's the dating world that's what y'all do right right I said right yes I told my daughter because I was sharing with Leah that I was talking to the guy she was like okay that's cool that's nice tell him I said hey you know whatever and I said he's catfishing me she said what I said yes he's probably some 500 pound fat fuck sitting behind the phone he fishing me the whole time but I want to let you know that I sent him some pictures of my ass like really you know what I'm saying I would have to keep it real with my kids right and they was like okay mom that's fine whatever whatever you say I wanted to share that with them first just in case it got out it didn't go back to them without me telling them right ever since then they were good so he came back he said if you don't send me your pictures I'm gonna send it to your Instagram followers guess what I said I don't give a fuck
0: yeah, go ahead, go for it, go for it, Kenny, k k k
1: Kenny. And after that, I was done. It it really messed it. It really messed up my mental for like a week. Yeah. How could yeah. somebody do this? But here's the thing. So one of my homegirls, I showed her a picture of the guy, and she said, "What's that in the background?" I said, "I don't know." She said, "That's a gym. Let's Google the gym." We did. Come to find out, this gym is in Texas. Oh, wow. Wow. Ever in, never upstate. And there was another picture that he sent me that he was in another gym. Same location, but in Texas. Oh, wow. And think about all that because I was like too engulfed trying to get to know him and everything and connecting. But I noticed that every picture
0: he sent me was a summer picture. Ah, right. Because it's Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So a little detective work.
1: Little detective work. So, yeah, for later, for the next whoever out there. And he also sent me a picture and said he sent me a picture in real time. But she said, if he sent you a picture in real time, did you notice the watch
0: and your clock didn't match? Oh, wait. Now, your friend needs to be like, we need to get her on like catfish detective. She can make some money. I mean, seriously, that's a pretty good. That's pretty astute observations. Yes. Because you wouldn't really think, like, I wouldn't think about that probably to like, oh, check out the watch, check out the time check on your clock.
1: He said the watch of your time and when he sent this picture didn't match. Oh, wow.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And he's in a different time zone telling he's in the same time zone. Exactly. Whoa. So I was done
1: and this guy was consistent. He was notorious. I blocked him. I, del- I did everything. I was like, I'm done. He did not get me. Yeah, there you go. I'm so sorry for the next person.
0: Yeah, do. Yeah. So, you know, any advice to anybody out there dating for stuff like that, that they should be careful of? FaceTime automatically. Yeah, good point. FaceTime. They don't want to FaceTime you next? Yeah, that's actually a good point. And do, do they match the picture <laughs> of the buff stud they put up
1: there? You make sure, okay, if you see Nike or if you see people with summer outfits on. But wait a minute, you're telling me. You're in New York City. It's cold now. Why you got on shorts outside? Or it's just a lot of stuff that's yeah. adding up. But here's the thing. Whoever this person was, he had too many pictures of this person, too many private pictures of this person.
0: Huh. So maybe it is his photos or a friend, a friend of his or something. I
1: believe it's a friend of a friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that person even knows that that's what their photos are being used for.
1: Guess what I did? I went to the gym. On Instagram, and I started following the gym just in case I see the
0: gentleman. Oh, good. Hey, can you do a reverse Google search on that photo?
1: I tried. Google wants to charge you money. and
0: Oh, the- they don't do that anymore. Yeah, I they send a reverse did the, image um, search.
1: The free phone thing. I did that. Come to find yeah. out the phone number was related to a Korean woman,
0: oh. 35 years old. So maybe like he's her boyfriend or husband or something he's scamming her and using her phone or you think it was her, her, yeah, phone, scamming correct. her too yeah wow yeah well let me tell you something kenny if you're listening probably not listening to a daughter's of change podcast because he's a misogynistic prick but if you're listening kenny you know what your time will come
1: yes it will
0: that's right that's right we're gonna put a generational curse on your man parts yeah. <laughs> It's wicked I know it's just nasty, nasty, but I'm glad, but you figured it out. You know, he didn't get you. That's awesome. I love that. I love, you know, it's a, but I uh, people, it's a, it's also a, some good advice to people that are dating online because so many people are nowadays, they you are You know, it's how everybody dates nowadays. And so there you go. You have been warned daughters of change. Check that stuff out. Check out their receipts, right? Yeah, Check out what's happening. Yeah. No kidding. All right. So I'm gonna switch over back to the to the podcast for a minute. Cause I wanna ask you, has anything about becoming the voice and the creator of the Dare Sis podcast surprised you? Like have there been any surprising things that have happened or just even things that you've gained for yourself?
1: Um, oh my gosh, I'm getting all a lot of surprising things for my as far as the podcast is concerned. Endless interviews. Everyone wants to come on the show. But I did find that a lot of times the listeners are okay with the guests, but they're not okay with the guests. They'd rather hear my voice. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, if you think about it, MJ, like the platform you're creating, it's people are coming on to hear you, you know, which is different from what I do. Because what I do, it's like the focus is on. The guest, right, and what you all been doing, but a lot of podcasts, people really come on because they want to hear what the host is saying. So, you know, maybe you just do shorter parts of the podcast with the guests, or try some just a you know that are a hundred percent you, and see how those those go. I have, yeah,
1: I have, and my podcast is really short. I would say like twenty five minutes or less. And I keep it spicy. I keep it interesting. Yep. So that would be like the humdinger because I'm like, wow, nobody really wants to hear this. <laughs> the guest, but okay.
0: <laughs> well, but it's really not surprising if you think about it, because let, let's think about, you started that Facebook platform and that was you. That was about you encouraging people to use their voice by using your voice, right? right. And you do the stand up comedy and you do the podcast. And to me, it actually makes total sense that people would be coming on to hear you. And I love that you keep it like 25 minutes. That's a great amount of time. I mean, some podcasts go on like an hour, two hours. And and I know that there are some that people will stick with, you know, and do that. But I think that's a great amount of time. Somebody getting, you know, commuting to work, listening in the car, has a couple minutes, you know, in between making dinner and putting the kids down to bed or what have you, you know, taking a little me time. That's a great a great length of time. So we'll be hearing more of just MJ.
1: I'm, I'm gonna mix it up. <laughs> it, yeah, it can be exhausting, but again, yeah, I just yeah,
0: I bet yeah I, to just I, I talk yourself. So much. Sure, I
1: try not to get lost in the sauce, but we'll see what happens.
0: Well, that's a thing. It's all an adventure, right? It's yeah, all it an is. adventure. And yeah. you mentioned this at the very beginning of the podcast, but the other passion and profession. That you have going on is the stand-up comedy, right? So, what's that all about? Wow, I believe that podcasting has pivoted
1: that, so I can come from behind the mic and step on stage, because you know people always say about the disc jockeys, the people behind state behind the mic. Oh, they're unattractive. Oh, they're 500 pounds. Oh, they don't have anything going for themselves. Everyone is hiding behind the mic. So I said, fuck that. I'm about to come from behind the mic so you guys can see who I really am and what I'm really all about. That's right. And everyone is like, yo, you're a riot. Maybe you should consider it. I never thought about considering doing comedy at all. I'm just naturally funny. But I'm like, "Will people pay to listen to this.
0: And I just went with it. And how's it been for you? Like, do you love it? Is it something that... I love it.
1: I love it. I like it a lot. I'm starting to love it. I'm starting to fall in love with it. And here's the thing. Uh, I improv.
0: I love improv. That's my favorite, actually.
1: Yes, I improv. I don't write anything down. I, I have a memory like a sponge. Believe it or not, like almost like an elephant, I should say, not a sponge.
0: So you just get up there and you do like free your freestyle and with your comedy, right? Yes. I get like a rapper,
1: some freestyle rapper. Oh, <laughs> here she go with her comedy shit. She's about to come on stage. <laughs> I love that.
0: Are you doing a lot of it now or
1: Yes. Marie, I got a gig in Philly.
0: Yeah,
1: Philly Comedy Club Monday.
0: <gasps> so we've got to um if you think of it, send me some links to some of your comedy, like upcoming comedy shows and we'll add them in. Yes, ma'am. On Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So that's great. So it's starting to, it's really starting to take off from you. So it's a really interesting trajectory from the Facebook community to the podcast to the stage, right? Yes. And you never would have thought that, like that wasn't something no. like when you were younger going on, someday I'm going to be no. a stand up comedian. No, not in a gazillion years. So how did that, like, first one happen? Like, what was that first? The first yeah.
1: The first one happened. I was at, I was hosting an event um, called Renaissance Review. Now it's called Renaissance Review. Shout out to my girl, Kirsten. And I said, I want to step on the stage and do comedy. She said, I don't see why not. You're funny as fuck. You might as well. But I was just, like, so timid, and I didn't think I had the guts. And I just said, you know what? What the hell? I'm going to do it. So I did, like, an open mic. Okay. I did an open mic event to answer your question, and I've been soaring ever since.
0: Wow. Wow. So it was just like that first time getting out there. It's like you're breaking the seal, right? It's like the first one. Yes. I love that. And I love that you uh, booked a gig in Philly. I mean, that's really big. Like you're outside of your own home state now.
1: Yes. I got a gig in Philly because I reached out to them on social media and they said, Listen, come February 20th, we'll love to see what you got.
0: Oh, that's so cool. And I know you said that you freestyle, right? Like you don't write stuff down. But like when you're up there, is your material coming from like real life things you've experienced? Is it coming yeah. from the news or like where? Or is it just all of that?
1: Life, I only talk about my brothers. <laughs>
0: That's it. That's it.
1: Real life stuff. Real things that happen. Real things that are occurring. Yes. Real life stuff.
0: I love that. I love that. And and is, is it hard to be, or from what you've experienced so far, is it hard to be a woman in stand up? Like, are there as many women as men? Is it still?
1: Very little. It's very little women in everything.
0: Right. Remember. Exactly.
1: But no, not so much. Not so much. And I feel like there's room for us. And right. women comedians are funnier than the men.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's some great women comedians. Yes. And I'm seeing more and more. Oh, you're going to have a Netflix special. I'm going to see you on a Netflix special. Netflix, if you're listening, you call Martha Jasmine. <laughs> call Dear Sis. Yes, Dear Sis. podcast. Yes.
1: That, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's That's why I love that. I, I really, when you told me you were doing that, I'm like, I, I can so see it. Like, it's not at all surprising to me. From the first time I met you, I'm like, oh my god, she is so funny! Like, yeah. what a trip! This is yeah. So when you said you were doing the stand up, I'm like, yep. Yeah. And so you said it. You're not finding like, even though there aren't as many women, you don't feel like there's any big barriers. Or is there anything you'd want to see changed for women in? I
1: definitely want comedy more doors breaking down for women. I want us to be in command of a lot of things. Yeah, but I want us to be in command of a lot of things in a funny way. Where it's not so serious. Because oftentimes people are too goddamn serious. Ugh.
0: Ah. Yeah. Life's a kind of a big adventure. You got to go with it.
1: Yeah, go with it. Yeah. Like, all characters are welcome.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: go with it. Yes. So that's, yeah, breaking down doors. Again, yeah, just breaking down doors. We just got to keep breaking down them doors. And those doors are slowly, slowly coming down.
0: Yeah, they, they are. are. They, they really are. And... What about, do you have, like, at this point, I know this is kind of new to you, but do you have any, like, dreams or hopes for the stand-up? or uh, like Just
1: to reach the masses, as much as I did with my podcast, continue to make people laugh, give people a reason why it's important to smile, reason why there's still hope, even through laughter. Because I believe, Maria, a lot of people don't laugh enough.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they don't smile. Yeah. Especially nowadays, like, people are really, like, uptight and all road ragey. Yes.
1: They don't smile. Yeah. And you deserve to smile. You deserve to laugh. It's not that serious. Yeah,
0: I know. I t- I, you know, the older I get, I, I kind of think about, like, why are we even here? Like, there's people. That's pretty incredible. What if we're just, like, like the universe's amusement? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like if we take ourselves so seriously, but at the end of the day, like... We're so not permanent, you know. Yes. Yeah. So enjoy the adventure, enjoy the ride, because pff, you know who even knows why we're here. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that one out. I, every now and then, I like I freak myself out. Like I don't know. If, do you remember that um, that movie Animal House where they were all getting high and they were looking at their thumbnails and going, "What if we're just organisms on a giant's thumb?" I just <laughs> You never know. Yeah, exactly. That just cracks me up. And MJ, what are you most proud of in your life and why? Oh, my gosh.
1: I'm proud of the fact that I stepped out there. I made myself available. Um, so many things I'm proud of, but that would be one. And it's finally happening for me. In that regards, because oftentimes I feel like I'm never getting anything done or I'm not doing enough. And my friends and family be like, you are nuts. Calm down. And you're doing more than most. People don't even have the
0: balls to do what you do.
1: And not even comedy or podcasting. Just going about life differently. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You've got, you've always got stuff going on. I mean, you are like the energizer bunny. You are out. You're definitely like you go out there and you make shit happen. It's great. Yes. I really, I like that about you, (laughs) you know, And, and yeah, it's so important. And it's good that you're proud of a lot of things. Cause a lot of times I'll ask that question and people will hesitate, you know, or they'll pick what, but it's, you got to be proud of what you've accomplished. You've got to be able to look back, right? Oh, yeah. You do. You yeah. definitely do. Yeah.
1: I come from a great family. I have two amazing brothers. Well, one is not so amazing because he's not speaking to us right now, but that's fine. But he's still amazing in his own right. And I have two wonderful kids, two beautiful kids. Both of them drive me nuts. But hey, you say tomato, I say tomato. You got to go with the punches. <laughs> And you know, and just how we were raised. My mother, you know, my mother and father they worked really hard. We didn't have a silver spoon in our mouths, but we got the best of everything. Even though we lived in like in the, the in the ghetto and not the greatest places, but my mom and dad they definitely persevered and they wanted to make sure that we had the
0: best quality of life. And we still do today. That's, we still do. That's so nice. Yeah, and I think that I think one of the things that I learned as I got older is Mm -hmm. like, the definition of success is so like, there are so many different definitions of what that means. And I think we get stuck that this definition is like, the most toys and the biggest house and the most money. It's like, no, it's like, there's so many things that define success, you know? It is.
1: And money is just one tool and we will all love to have it. Of course we, cause it, it can pay a lot of bills. It could take us yeah. all over the world. We could change so many different lives, but if you don't have your health and if you don't have your family next to you and children that love you and friends that really appreciate you, it's like, uh, why am I here?
0: Yeah. And I love what you said. Money is a tool. It is. That's why I, it's like, it's a tool, right? It's like, it's not a thing. It's, it's a tool and it has it, it you know, the value is what you assign to it and what you do with it, in my right. opinion, right? Like, so, yeah, I love that you called it a tool because I always say it's like a tool in your tool belt, right? It's just, if, <laughs> but you know what? It's not like, it's not the be all and the end all. And it certainly doesn't define who the hell you are as a person, as I think no, we no, can no, see no. just looking at the world today, right? So, you know, um, What advice do you have for other Daughters of Change, MJ?
1: Oh, Daughters of Change. I have so much advice. Like, be your own boss, 100%. If somebody calls you a bitch, make sure they add MS to it in the beginning, Miss Bitch. (laughs) Uh, Don't bite your tongue for anyone because they're not going to bite their tongue for you. Again, remember why you started and if no one else, you know, at the end of the day, the only person that matters is you. At the end of the day, the only person that matters is you. And you could take your cape off, take your superwoman cape off, put it on the side next to the bar stool and say, Matt, can I get a Corona? <laughs> and then put that bitch back on when you leave.
0: Ah, there you go. And have that Corona time. Oh, I love it.
1: Yes, take your cape off and put it on the bar stool and be like, can I get a Corona? and be done because I don't really I don't smoke so I, I would have said smoke, um, smoke cigarettes or not cigarettes weed or something but I don't do that but I do smoke cigars and a lot of women don't so and I do drink socially so that's why I said drink
0: <laughs> there you go I like Corona too that's, that's yeah Corona if you're listening to this we just gave you a free plug so yes. you <laughs> you reach out to us and we'll tell us you're, we'll give you our addresses and you can send us a couple of cases <laughs> yeah
1: yeah. And and they check that come with it. And exactly. Drink responsibly. drink
0: responsibly. Absolutely. And so, MJ, I'm going to put links here, obviously, in the show notes. But, yes. you know, how can, let's give it to the people verbally. How can people connect with you with all of the things you're doing?
1: You can do dearsis.world at gmail.com. You can do dearsis.world.com. That's my um, page. You can learn so much about me. You can send me an email. I love emails because it gives me a taste of what people are thinking when it comes to the Deersis Sis Podcast. And you can also find me on Facebook at Deersis Sis Podcast. Deersis Sis is one
0: word. And I'm going to have the links to all of that. Yes. is live and up and running. <laughs> yeah. And as you, as you get more... uh Stand up gigs, let me know. I'll share it out on the Daughters of Change Facebook page. I'll put some into the show notes where I can. Yes. But
1: I'll share some with you. I'll um I'll definitely give you all that information as well. I'll yeah. email it to you because I have a link that you can go to.
0: Yeah, totally. We're gonna to put that that's gonna be in the show notes. I want you know, and then you know, obviously as things progress, we can share stuff out on um the Daughters of Change social media as well. And MJ, this has been so fun. I just, you know, I know that I'm going to see you just flying on this stand-up. Yes. I know that we're going to, I, I'm telling you, I'm going to see you on Netflix. I know I am. And anything else that you want to add before we fly off into the sunset?
1: No, just continue to be great. And whatever you're doing, just continue to be great. Continue to be great. And I know it may sound fluffy and everything, but it really isn't. It's not fluff. I don't even like fluff. Mm-mm. I like fluffy pillows. I don't like fluffy men. Continue to be great.